Welcome back to season three of the Key Lies Within. So now I will be grouping my podcast into seasons, preferably of about 10 episodes where I focus on a specific theme. So this season theme is tone and this is my first time doing this. So yeah, so stick around for tone-based dialogue about how I'm realizing the place that tone takes in my life as far as setting the tone, even the tone of my voice when I communicate, the tone that I bring into things that I do or not do. So everything is tone for the next 10 episodes. And I want you to stick around. And as usual, if you have uh, any um, thoughts about the topics that I'm bringing up, any ideas, anything you just want to share, feel free to email me at tklwpodcast at gmail.com. And I'm excited to hear what you have to say. You can even send, um, if you're listening through Anchor, or if you have an Anchor account, you can even send audio messages. And who knows, your audio message may end up on the next podcast. Thank you for always supporting. And here's the episode. Are you ready? Are you ready? Welcome to another episode of The Key Lies Within. Yay! Here I share the inner workings of thoughts and experiences I have or am going through as a form of therapy and a creative outlet for self, as well as discovering those conscious and unconscious happenings in an effort to create awareness. Hi, today I bring you episode two in my series of Tone. So today's episode is around me starting to feel myself become aggressive so normally as I've said time and time again in multiple podcasts that I am a very reserved person so um, the level of aggression I've been seeing is very unlike me but it can also be a sign of me breaking out the box you know um, me um, meaning you know, me finally choosing not to be all observing and also being observing but vocal about, you know, things I feel I feel strongly about, feel that is necessary for me to say in order to stand up for myself or to show somebody a different opinion. So firstly I want to go over cases where I find myself being aggressive, where I'm really seeing more aggression show up for me. So one um, area is being repetitive. And I understand, you know, maybe if somebody say, hey, can you repeat yourself? I didn't understand what you said. I didn't understand how you said it. I fully understand that form of being repetitive and you know explaining things to people in a way that they could understand what I'm saying but what 
I what I have been finding with repetitiveness and being more aggressive is when I find myself repeating myself multiple times multiple occurrences not like the same moment and it just makes me feel frustrated because it's like I'm trying to meet you where you at and explain to you how you should understand something but you either even if you have some type of memory issue or if you know you just don't get it you know everybody should be in the business of trying to help themselves be better and if you know you have a weaker suit create tools around it you know I don't feel that I should be left with the task of constantly reminding you of something that's a part of what you should be doing or something that you should be remembering on it to in order to exhibit a task that's where I found I'm finding some of my aggression coming out when I have to repeat myself and when I have to repeat myself in a way as if I never said it or I never informed you on it and it's like it's new news and I'm like dang you know that's is it just seems like a slap in the face now if you forgot about it you know or if you really don't remember if I told you or not you know don't make it seem like I didn't express something or inform you of something you know you could just simply say you know I don't recall that but okay let me do something better this time in order for me to remember it or you know or a way of helping myself retain it so that's where one place where I'm finding myself being more aggressive because it is frustrating even for a reserved person I still get frustrated. I'm just not as vocal as other people, of as loquacious people, or not even loquacious people, just um, outspoken, candid people that's very candid. So, oh, well, I'm candid people. So that doesn't mean you take my reservedness or my politeness or any kind factor to mean weakness or or you just choose not to do the things that work for you and expect me to keep spoon feeding you the information because I'm kind you know what I'm saying so in those cases I do recognize that I need to not use aggression to deal with it but deal uh use like being candid straightforward with uh, dealing with that like just being straight up and saying you know well you need to do something to retain this or you need to either jot this down or figure out some type of memory mechanism to connect this with this concept or something like this to be able to remember it because I'm not going to be repetitive because being repetitive takes out time you know especially if it's like on a project or or even in just relationships you know if you have to take out time to explain to a person things you have time and time again and then on a job too if you have to take out time to explain to people time and time again about something that they should 
have either figured out a way to remember or apply it it takes time time out of what you're doing what you're committing your time to what you committing your time to you know so that's why I'm that's why it's frustrating and that's and I believe aggression is just the easy way to deal with stuff it's just like the impulse of how to deal with stuff you know just be aggressive out the bag versus you know taking my time understanding why am I frustrated frustrated and finding better mechanisms to execute that and then another place where I find myself being aggressive is when I feel triggered and what I'm coming to find out is that trauma doesn't always have to deal with some type of abuse or molestation or somebody's physical mental state of mind being Uh, minimized and taken advantage of you know a lot of times it happens in ways where um, where somebody reinforces a place you should be in as far as like things little girls should do versus things little boys should do things you should be doing as a woman things you should be doing as a man you know that stuff carries with you too and you know even if like for instance i've never experienced any verbal mental physical abuse or any rape or molestation in my life but i have stuff not but and i have stuff from my childhood that i'm unlearning you know as far as you know what um things in my childhood that i was like really upset about or felt should have been the one way as i became an adult i started to understand my parents more as people and not as my parents and understanding that they came to the table meaning came together as man and wife with different type of baggage different type of backgrounds and they then had children and navigated life in a way that at the time they made decisions that they felt were either beneficial for them or beneficial for someone else in the same way that I'm making decisions that's beneficial for me beneficial you know maybe for somebody that I love you know because I can handle not having certain things but I know that loved one can't or something like that so you know once I became older, I realized, you know, certain living dynamics, you know, wouldn't have really been beneficial for me growing up to be the person that I am and being able to be um, able to express pretty much anything with my parents and not feeling necessarily that, you know, I have to be muzzled because of them but I do have certain things I have to unlearn around my my parents opinion that carried that I carry to today about them respecting or agreeing with my decisions and me feeling bad if they don't or if they disagree with which are things 
you know, that people can carry and that can be just as like holding back from from the greater potential from being exhibit. And so those are things where, you know, when I find myself in those situations, I'm I'm more aggressive, I'm more reserved and I'm more like a little feisty because, you know, it's almost seeing seeing the things or acknowledging acknowledging the things that you know are kind of setting you back but not really knowing how to navigate it without it being like drastic but everything is doable and I'm learning that communication has a great part in you know unlearning things and expressing to for instance my parents about you know things you know you have to trust that you raised me well and you know I'm not gonna always make decisions that you think are appealing but know that I'm always doing something that's advantageous for me even if you know in the in the moment I may not see it as avid uh like to my advantage but in the long run when I reflect I see how me going through certain things were very important for shaping the woman that I am today being able to be self-sufficient but also being able to be in a relationship where there's give and take and me not, you know, holding a narrative of I don't need a man or things like that. You know, it's okay is you know, you could be self it's okay to be self sufficient and still have companionship, you know. You you don't wanna be existing in a world where you have all these things but you have no one to share with because you feel that a companionship means that you lose your independence and that's when I'm learning a whole lot of you know being in a companionship doesn't mean that I have to lose or give up myself you know all I have to do is find my voice and express that this is something that I really like and we can come to a compromise as to you know how I can still do this X thing and still honor, you know, the values and goals of our relationship. And, you know, you'd be so surprised how big communication is. But, you know, that's a way of unlearning, too, because even though I can always I can always come to my parents and talk to them about things. You know, I did very much grow up in the era of a child is supposed to be seen and not heard. So me questioning authority, me saying anything to an authority figure where it seemed of the disrespectful nature was not happening. Even when I had issues at school, as far as my biggest issues at school was people putting me in the classes that I wanted to be in. You know, I wasn't, uh, you know, I didn't get into any trouble as a kid. And so, you know, when I needed something to happen, I had my parents as advocates, you know. They took care of all those things that and required some type of authority figure or adult. So, you know, that's things that I'm unlearning and I would like to teach to my children, you know. Even though it's an authority figure, you know, there's ways to express how you're feeling and it's mediums to how expressing how you're feeling. You know, you wouldn't say it in front of the class. You know, you can stay after class and express something to a teacher and then, you know, uh, uh, tell the teacher, you know, 
if this would be more comfortable if my parent intervened or things like that you know I think you know it's a beautiful thing to teach your child not to be afraid of authority because you have to think about they will one day be in the world as adults and you don't want to do anything where you know that can be tricky but even people who have the best of upbringing still have stuff they carry from their childhood that affects their adulthood that they have to unlearn so and so the last part where I find myself being more aggressive is when I'm misunderstood like I feel like when I I'm expressing myself sometimes it doesn't come out the way that I'm expressing it and then I get frustrated in trying to make somebody understand what I'm saying and you know getting certain body language response that just kind of feed the fire you know and certain verbal responses like what huh what you talking about <laughs> kind of thing and body language that's just saying like girl what you don't know what you're talking about kind of thing so you know being able to recognize like I'm recognizing as I'm doing this podcast that those things are going to happen because I even see it happening when I approach people just the natural approach approach I, I guess people have a wall up until they don't need the wall up to keep people from bringing bs to them which I can kind of respect right now even though sometimes it makes it hard for people to approach you that way but you know I can I can greatly respect people having a wall up until they don't need the wall up. Um, So, you know, just telling myself aggression is not the way to deal with it. You know, understanding where people are coming from. You know, that people have all types of backgrounds, all type of things that they dealt with as younger people that contribute to how they respond to you how their body language is how they misunderstand you or understand you so you know working to not take things personally because a lot of things do not have to do with me it's just people respond to certain things just like things trigger me things trigger everybody else so working on that aggression part because it's never a good thing to be angered or aggressive because you do a lot of things out of anger and aggression things even like to the point where I will react to things aggressively and I find myself like blacking out because it's like so much of a rage it's like oh you gotta pull back you gotta pull back and so in the nature of my triggers are so unconventional it's not like somebody has to exhibit that habit in the exact same way for me to be triggered. It can be somebody doing something where my my habits are mirrored back on me and I'm like, oh, that is not attractive or that is not something that I want to be putting out in the world because there's enough negativity and repelling energy that we fight with just on a daily basis. So I don't want to be an addition to that. I want to be an addition to positivity, uplifting myself and others and, you know, showing people different perspectives and ideals and ways of living and things like that. You know, I, I don't I don't ever want to do that. So that triggers me a lot where I find myself like going in a spiral because I'm like, oh, I can't believe 
that's me, you know, and kind of being like agitated with that, with seeing my, seeing those habits mirror back on me. And then sometimes, you know, it happens in more the, in the, in the manner of people exhibiting habits that mimic, that mimic habits that's mighty, uh, reflected on me that I didn't like so it kind of brings me back to the moment of something happening with that specific person kind of reliving that moment with this new person but they have no clue of why I'm responding and moving the certain way because I'm reliving a whole different situation that through their actions it kind of ignited it and that you know that brings that triggering feeling so but I think a lot of the resolution for that, for me especially, and it could be for anybody else, is understanding how the unconscious self, how the unconscious thoughts surface and how they surface in you and me. Because I believe a lot of what we think unconsciously and when it comes to surface are things that we're not dealing with. And the fact that we have things that's always happening to us is because we're not dealing with those unconscious roots like for instance you know the people we attract being in a relationship or friendship or an opportunity even too you know we wonder like oh why can I find a good mate I'm always getting this boyfriend or girlfriend with the same habits with the same way of living is because it's something is something within you or within us as people that's that's a magnet to that type of person and they could come in different mediums even friends why do I always attract friends that seem like they're um for instance needy or feel like they um have to either be around me 24 7 or feel like we have to always be in a social gathering that we just can't hang out and chill and talk you know and a lot of that is you you uh you attract what you putting out you know for me a lot of my um attraction woes have been in the guys that I attract you know I've attracted you know guys in the past where you know it's like it's a different person, but the manner, some of the mannerisms and the characteristics that I really don't like is in all these different people. And, you know, I have to sit down and figure out, you know, why was it that I was attracting those type of people? What is it in me that I felt that I needed those type of people around me? And so, you know, it could have been for like a... a um, ideal of me needing to help somebody be better that could have been the attraction like um, unconsciously wanted to attract somebody that I felt that I can help but in turn you know I got way more than I bargained for or something like that I got somebody that I can help but it's not help in a, in a way that I thought it would be is more like help of of what can I do for them versus not what I can bring to the table to make you a better man, you know? And then in turn, 
you give me something or you feed into me something that can make me a better woman you know no way should a person be in a relationship no matter if it's your parents sibling uh, uh, partner friend where you feel like you you pouring into that person never in into their betterment and they're not giving you anything in return and so um that's just some ideals and and processes that i need to have around um my increased level of aggression and you know recognizing that is something i need to deal with and you know this podcast is a big way of me vocalizing and getting out how I'm feeling, how I'm thinking vocally on paper in a way to to start managing it and finding ways to not necessarily coping mechanisms, but more so of uh, behavior changes where I can instill change in myself where when I encounter certain things, I have a, a conscious reaction and now not an unconscious reaction and so like always i thank you for listening and if you have any questions concerns ideals please 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 don't hesitate to email me at tklwpodcast at gmail.com and also i'm on instagram if you want to send me a dm on instagram or even follow me i don't post a whole lot because I really like to be intentional with what I post that, you know, that I'm exhibiting, you know, not necessarily happy moments, but it's more I'm exhibiting, I'm putting out there more conscious related or unconscious related things versus just mindless content, if that makes sense. But I'm on Instagram at Woman Manifesto, <laughs> which is uh, spelt W. O-O-O-M-A-N-I-F-E-S-T-O. And I look forward to connecting with you all. And I hope that this podcast finds you well, especially in these times in this year and everything that's coming to a head. And I hope that this will invoke conversations with you among your family, friends, and with yourself most importantly because self is where a lot of this communication and breakdown and root finding starts so uh see you next podcast later this is a test this is a test it, 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 it.